Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seat belts and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. What's going on? Man, it seems like forever. It's been a long time. I'm not going to lie. Like, I felt like you had all that craziness from delivering packages at Christmas. Yeah. Then you had some kids get sick. I got one sick this week. And then the snowstorm hit Kentucky like never before. And you know how people act when there's just a little bit of snow. I mean, we're closed tomorrow, and I feel like it's really not that bad. Do you? Uh, Yeah, it's bad. Like, I want my kids to go back to school. Yeah, but the back roads are bad. That's what they say. I know they are. Okay. <laughs> I've been on them every day. Right. Yeah. I see. See, I'm yeah. a. I stick to the interstate. Not that I prefer to, because I'm a good old country boy. <laughs> I'll take you down them back roads, you know. Well, it takes longer to go down the back roads. It does, so. especially when you got to stop at every mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know. And hope not to slide into it. What about this new setup? Yeah. You, I'm telling you what. I didn't know what I was getting into when I showed up at that place. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? And then it's packed like it's Walmart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's busy. And I asked this one female. I was like, this is a pretty neat thing. She's like, stop while you're ahead. I'm here every week. Yeah. And Some like, people have their own stores and yeah. they just buy it and sell. Like, they show you where the card is. Everything's alphabetical order. I'll let you tell them about it. But this is a pretty big operation. Bigger than I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've known about it for a while, but uh, ultimately what it is, it is you know items that have been ordered online, mostly from Amazon. If you return that item, they don't accept it back, really. Yeah, generally, they you know, don't do returns. They allow you to return it, but what they do is they'll send what you sent back to this company, and this company... Yeah, puts it on you know, pallets. Like sometimes they sell by the pallet, but a lot of times they will break it uh, down and they have an auction on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how long they run the auction for. Maybe two days is all you have. And you look at it and if you win, you win. And like I've bought three desks off of it um, and I've never paid more than 20 bucks for any of them. I, I really thought that there would be screws missing i mean i <laughs> well, figured that, that happens, much that because you've seen the box i mean yeah. it was pretty beat to shit yeah. and somebody wrote a note on there sorry ran out of packaging tape <laughs> and i'm like there's gonna be something missing yeah but i mean you see it it's uh it's pretty sturdy yeah got some uh hookups on the top there this is kind of what I was looking for, too. Really? Something that was long, 
you know, two person. It's got this in the middle where we can put yeah. all of the necessities, all the necessary stuff. It's got the shelves down here. Yeah, I mean, I thought, and then this was a table I brought in last time. Um, it's just it just works. You yeah. Know? Well, I was kind of hoping that we would have an option to go this way, but yeah. I think after we get our camera placements just right, we can do that more. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. I because I feel like. Uh, I just got to turn just a little bit, talk to you. Yeah. Well, I, but, I, I mean, too. that ain't a complaint. No. You know? And, I mean, I like honestly, it. sometimes I find it awkward when we're the only two in the room and we're just kind of staring at each other. <laughs> well. <laughs> sometimes. You know. It ain't bad. Oh, we got a little bit of light there. Let there be light. Let me see how bright it is. There's a delay for sure. It's All pretty right. bright, yeah. So, the first thing that I have is the country music news, all right? Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to say her name wrong, even though I'm going to try, and then you're going to correct me. Mm, okay. Go ahead and say it. You know who I'm talking about. No, you try it. Ellie King? Ella King? L King? L King. Yeah, okay, so it's just like it. yeah. L. Mm -hmm. All right, nothing else. Mm. So she's taking a lot of heat from Friday night's show at the Grand... Well, it wasn't at the Grand Old Opry. It was at the Ryman for a tribute to Dolly Parton, a two-night special. And have you seen the video? No. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty rough. I mean, she was sauced up. She let people know that they're not getting their effing money back. And <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, kind of adding her own words as she goes with the song. Yeah. But here's my thing, folks. Just lay off. If Dolly was there, which I haven't got confirmation that she was, she would have basically said this. Sit down, honey, and drink you some coffee. Because you need to sober up. Because yeah. she didn't say anything bad about Dolly. But, I mean, Johnny Cash kicked the footlights out. Mm -hmm. Hank was kicked out. I mean, come on. This is country music. Now, obviously, I hope that she gets it under control for her own health. But by the way, I mean, she didn't even look like the same artist. She's lost so much weight. She has. She has lost a ton of weight. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a... Uh, and still sounded decent, considering. Right. You know? So I've not seen it. I wanted to actually... I wanted to ask you... So last week there was the football game in Kansas City. It was uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. They played the Miami Dolphins, and the one Walker Hayes sang a song going into it. Did you see it? No. Well, no. be glad. There's people saying that is the worst performance they've ever seen anybody ever do. Professional, amateur. Anything was it one of the songs that were big for him, or was it a new? It's one? the song that it's on the radio now, or I, I've heard it out. Yeah, uh, but it's not the Applebee song, but it's his yeah, newest. Yeah. yeah, but it was like the song. Just to 
be blunt. I'm glad he's doing good. I'm I'm glad that he's on the path he's on. But I hate his music. Like it's so annoying, and it's not country to me. He has a fan base, and that's great. I hope everybody succeeds. Right. But he, I just I don't think he's a very talented artist as far as vocal. Lee, he's not a strong vocal performer, and he showed it on that live performance. Like I'm telling you. It was worse than the Cole Swindell Good Morning America uh, performance that has made me just the nine eleven. Yeah, I don't know if it's nine eleven, but yeah, he was singing. I wish you were here. I don't know. What he was. destroyed that too, so it must have been. I don't know what song it was about. that he was singing when I saw it, but I, I had never heard of him. And they were talking about how he used to sell merch for Luke Bryan, and then right. Um, it was kind of his introduction to Good Morning America, and like it made me sick because it was awful. Yeah, and I was like, "How's these people clapping? <laughs> like, why is this happening?" But yeah, you know, Walker Hayes said, "I see you, Cole Swindell, and I raise you five million times." <laughs> it was awful, <laughs> man. Wow. Like we, either one of us. We could have done better. And that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> saying a lot, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is with King, um I I mean, you know, look at what Wallen done and it just amplified his career. Yeah. You know, I mean, here's the thing, I think we should lay off of it, you know. Uh she might need to address it. But with the comments that uh her career is over. Yeah, it's far stupid. from being over. She's already had so many instances where she's upset people. Like she had that show in, in Michigan, yeah. yeah. And uh, she was wanting to talk about the school shooting down in Nashville, uh, where the you know teacher got you know murdered because that that was her friend, and she was talking about it, and they were you know booing her. Yeah, and. She cussed them a little bit and walked off stage, and they left. And, I mean, I, I can understand, you know, she's the artist. Ultimately, she's going to decide what she talks about and what she does. Now, I know some people take um, that to the extreme, but ultimately, when you're at a show, you're there to see that person perform. You're not really there for a, a speech. But if something comes up in their life and they feel the need to share it with you and to express their pain as she was going through on that other show. Now, this most recent thing, I don't know about all that. I mean, I feel like she should have more respect for, for Dolly. the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, and Dolly, <laughs> yeah, too, yeah. you know. Um, speaking of having a platform and saying what you want, uh, I don't know if you're following the presidential debate, which we don't really talk much about that stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't think we ever will, but did you see where uh, Nikki Haley suggest that they move the retirement age to 70 because people are lasting longer? Oh, yeah. How retarded is that? Did she say why? She did. Like, I've got a... I, well, I got a little clip right here I'll play for okay. you. All right? Give me just one second. You're good. Which, I mean, if it's got to do with, like, Social Security, um, 
it's been said for years they're gonna run out i think i think they already have yeah you know well i mean pretty much they're uh you know robbing uh, peter to pay paul yeah and it's just a, a a fluid system where anything that they bring in is automatically going out and we're going further in debt, but we're still sending all these other country you know, billions and billions of dollars. Of course. It makes perfect sense. So check out what Haley said. In, but we go to people like my kids in their 20s when they're coming into the system and we say the rules have changed. We change retirement age to reflect life expectancy. What's the right age there then, Ambassador? We've got to figure out what it is. But what we do know is 65 is way too low. You are not going to get millennials, especially Gen Zers, to work till they're 70 years old. There's no incentive anymore. At least 30 years ago, the incentive was you could work 40 hours for 40 years afford a home, afford a living, have retirement, and have hope. You took those incentives away from the younger generations. They're, you want them to work 40 hours a week for 50 years without being able to buy a home, with living paycheck to paycheck, working 40 hours? You want them to work 40 hours in corporate America plus commute and then drive Uber on the weekends just to afford groceries? Corporate America needs to change their incentive. Where's the four-day work week? Where's the more than 12-day PTO? Where's the nine-to-three job with the same pay instead of eight to 5.30? You need I mean, it's a mess right now, and i I don't see I don't see the end in sight. Mm-mm. You know, no, I don't either. But That's... I mean, I've been hearing it my whole life. You better stack up with groceries. You better have you a place prepared. And like, this is the only time that it's made sense. Now, I will say this in defense, and. I hope this doesn't make me sound like a liberal or a Democrat, but any time that there's been a president, whether it was Republican or Democrat, it never affected my pay. No. Like, I just got up, went to work. If I needed money, I worked over, or I hustled. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? The Ava Brothers had a great line in a song. It said, When your life doesn't change by the man that's elected... I ain't heard that. Yeah. It's, uh, well, that'll be our song of the week, Dead Gummit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, here's my thoughts. Obviously, I think the one that we have in there now is not mentally able to do it. Now, 25 years ago. Is there somebody in there ago, now? Yeah, right. <laughs> 25 years ago, he may have been able to talk his way through it. But now. Yeah, with somebody else's speech. <laughs> there's no way that he will be at the debate. Uh-uh. They're going to come up oh. with a way to keep him from going to a debate. He can't debate anybody. No. He would. I mean, he can't. And, and it's not that I'm not for that party. It's nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like, his mental state is really bad. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> and, but. Have you seen the pictures online where they're trying to uh, say that it's not even the same guy? Either that or he has had. Uh, uh, yeah, a facelift because his earlobes in the old pictures I don't remember which one's which but in one in the old picture it, it's one way in the new picture it's the opposite you know everybody has earlobes that either attach all the way to the bottom or they don't like mine hang yeah same here yeah but yeah some of them aren't like that you know some people's ears actually attach oh. at the bottom we got a violation. We got a violation. 
Like, what do we say? I don't know. We, folks, we just got our first violation on TikTok. Did we hurt somebody's feelings by not saying anything wonder controversial? Re- <laughs> recorded or reported us. I don't know. Wow. So. That was my fault. <laughs> speaking of history, I got a little history that I thought was cool, and I want to bounce it off of you. People used to use urine to tan animal skins. Yep. So families used to all pee in a pot, and then once a day it was taken and sold to the tannery. Mm-hmm. If you had to do this to survive, you were considered piss poor. That's right. But worse than that, poor folks, they couldn't afford to buy a pot. Didn't have a pot to piss in. That's where that come from. <laughs> yeah. Bass consisted of a big tub full of hot water. The man of the house had the privilege of the nice clean water. Then all the other sons and men. Then women, then finally children. Last of all, the babies. Do you know what slang come out of that? Don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Yes. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. We need to do this every week because I have one that I can I can bring up. <laughs> well, the floor was dirt. Only the healthy had something other than dirt. That's where the saying dirt poor come in. So there was a lot of homes that just had dirt floors. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, there's all kinds of these. Yeah. You know? <laughs> there's... I actually know where the term salary comes from. Do you? No. Salary is derived from the word. um, What is the word exactly? It's salarium or something like that. But ultimately... Uh, Greek soldiers back in the day and Roman soldiers, the only way you could preserve your food was if you used salt. There were no ice, chests, there were no fridges, all that. Um, So you could preserve your food for a long period of time with salt, which is why the ham that's really salty is considered country ham because for the longest time that's the only way Yeah, country folks could have preserved their food is with salt because they couldn't afford the ice and the all that, yeah. all that, you know, new technology that was going around at the turn of the century. So that's why a salted ham is called a country ham. But, um, so the Greek soldiers, their payment a lot of the time was in salt because it was extremely, extremely valuable. And, uh, yeah, money and whatnot really wasn't used as much as. And it was the you know, a barter system where they would trade. So they would get paid in salt. And so, uh, I don't know if you've heard the old saying, you know, you're not worth your weight in salt or, or yeah. you're not worth your salt or, you know, yeah. salt to the earth, all that stuff. But um, the Greek term for salt is... Uh, I wish I should have looked up the exact word, but it's, but anyway, salary is derived from that term. So ultimately 
when we get paid our salary, that's our salt. I it's see. not even it's not even talking about money. That, may, that makes sense. <laughs> but so, it's wild. Yeah. You you know how the graveyard shift come about? Mm-hmm. So for <laughs> those of you who do not know, in London, people were getting buried alive. Mm-hmm. This was back before we had what we have now, yeah. where you know for sure they're dead. Well, there was all kinds of like you know, certain alcohols that they would drink and certain like medications yeah. that would and knock it, them out and make them look dead completely out. So they rigged up a system to mm-hmm. where there was a bale above the ground that was tied to their arm. Mm-hmm. And if they got buried alive, they would ring that bale yeah. and people had to work the night shift, the graveyard to watch shift. That. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had so to stay it the was graveyard shift. the graveyard shift. Yeah. So, Anyway, and you know, saved by the bell. That's what that's called. Really? Yeah, that's, how <laughs> that's that where that out. came from. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is uh, all these unique. old sayings are wild. You know, we could go on for days with these. We but. could. We need to add that to our rotation. <laughs> we should. Just yeah. you know, one random fun fact. Right. Yeah. All right. So, you ready for song of the week? I am. I, I just got to find it real quick. Oh, okay. He's getting it pulled up. Mm-hmm. That light is like super bright, it but is, it's giving it? off good vibes for you. Yeah. All right. There. You ready? Oh, uh, I think so. Go for it. On me that's flooded in light In the fine print that tell me What's wrong and what's right And it comes in black And it comes in white And I'm frightened by those Who don't see it Where nothing is owed Deserved or expected And your life doesn't change by the man that's elected If you're loved by someone you're never rejected Decide what to be and go be it There was a dream What you think? So, did you plan that, or did that come up when we were talking? It came up when we were talking. Okay, so who is the singer? This is the Avett Brothers. Okay, what are they considered? Uh, I guess kind of independent uh, okay. folk. Yeah. Yeah, folk rock, something huh. like that. Along the same lines as the Lumineers or uh, Mumford & Son, when they first started. Yeah, they kind of, actually, they're coming back. Yeah, Mumford and Son. 
they just released a song with uh, Pharrell Williams, which is kind of weird, but it's a different vibe to that song. But, you know, right. I could actually do an episode on the Avid Brothers. And I've seen them at Bridgestone, and they're so entertaining. Like, they do something with music that you rarely see. They'll have a uh, you know, melody going on in the song. And then halfway through it, they change it completely up. They change the melody, and it goes into a more you know fast pace you know, tempo, or they'll slow it you know or, you know down really, really. Right. But it's it just kind of keeps you on your toes, and it's not the same. There's not a song that sounds the same that they they are very musically gifted, and uh, there are three brothers. And then there is an Asian dude that they have in the band. <laughs> that's the only person that's not in their family, but he's been in the band since they started. They're like, yeah, best friends. It's it's a really cool. They're from uh, North Carolina. My favorite line that you know we're gonna do an episode on them because, okay. <laughs> because I yeah. want to talk about them. Cue it up whenever you want. All right, all right, folks. Well, I guess it's. Did you ha- want to air out any last burning desires? I don't know if they're desires, but it's uh man, it's been a rough little time. I've, I have to work so much because a lot of people can't make it into work. And yeah, and you're in that area to where like you don't have no ground to really. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it, right? <laughs> you right. know. Yeah, I mean, I I could have you know tell them every now and then no, I can't, but you I gotta didn't. pick your battles. Yeah, yeah. I figure if I do them a favor now. Maybe on down the road, they'll be doing me favors, you know. Oh, there yeah, you, you can have that week off because, you know, you did all this. Or maybe they're like, no, you can't have that week off. <laughs> Are you crazy? Right. But, yeah, it's um, my grandpa is, he's doing a little better, but he's still in hospice. You know, he's not, um, it, I, I think it's just a matter of time. But he went to where he was hardly eating at all and he eats every meal now he doesn't eat a lot but he eats some he's trying to get out of bed at night and folks if you're you know, new or whatever he's uh 97 years old he, he's in it's wild how this man has lived by himself since 2005 when my grandma passed and uh he's been by himself since then he just stopped uh, mowing his own yard three years ago like and weed eating, like doing it all. My dad went you know, by his house. Yeah, yes, he goes by about every other day just to check on things while he's not at home. And uh, a guy walked up to him while he was there, and he said, "I don't know if anybody's over here or not." It's my grandpa's neighbor, and they are always kind of you know a little leery of him because he seems like he doesn't you know, mean the best ever was. You know, like he has side to him that they just don't trust i guess yeah um he said there was a guy over here that was knocking on the door and then he walked around back and he came back to the front he was knocking on the door looking in the windows he said i didn't think anybody was there but he said i wasn't sure he said i walked over here and, you know asked him what he's doing he said he was looking for a friend he ain't gonna find nobody like obviously something's weird for that and so my dad was in the house he's looking around and uh the screen on all the windows were locked and down except for one and it was up where it wasn't connected somebody unhooked it 
and somebody had opened a window where it was unlocked just so happened to be the same one where the screen was open so somebody had been in my grandpa's house but he looked and there wasn't anything gone that he could see although he has all kinds of you know prescription in his kitchen and stuff and i just wonder i asked my dad if he looked at that stuff but i don't think he has anything that anybody would really want or have any you know know, street value but you never know like well you guys gonna think about putting up like a ring camera we got one we got one up good good yeah well my grandmother who is battling lung cancer she tells me she still has no symptoms, and yeah. she is at the six months that they towed her in July, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, in July. So, like, the time's flown by so much. But I went and had lunch with her Thursday. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to make that a weekly thing. Yeah. You know? That's good. Because the kids got to go. They were out of school. So, yeah. she loves Colton's. The big baked potatoes yeah. with just butter yeah. and the onion things, mm-hmm. the blooming onion. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, yeah. everybody likes Colton's. I don't like. Really? I don't like it. Like at all. I'm de- okay. Thirty days from now, I'm going to Texas, and I want to feel great. So tomorrow is the carnivore diet that mm. I'm starting. Okay. Now I'm not gonna set a time limit. I'm just gonna do it because I don't want to run into. <laughs> what right, we right. did, yeah. even though that was impressive. Right. Yeah, I, I right. thought so too. So, tomorrow, I'm not going to eat till 12, and I'm not going to eat after 6. Yeah. Just water and meat. I'm going to try some eggs, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. It's but, good for you, protein. Yeah. So, uh, where in Texas are you going? San Antonio. But it's kind of scary because I'm going, and that's the same weekend as my grandma's 80th birthday well you just have they're to, not having a party you have to take her day. out before you go but or after you get back i'm gonna have my daughter go over and facetime me yeah you know so i could see her but that's cool you, yeah uh, i'm looking forward to it i really you try to uh, you I'm know, catch a show away. while you're down there well they say we can't leave the premises but i'm gonna get an uber it's a summer camp <laughs> I mean, what are you doing <laughs> no it's it's a work event so I'm looking forward to it. But you're not allowed to leave? Well, they ask you, you not know, to. Uh, it's a massive resort. Well, Waco, Texas is not far from San Antonio. You can go to the Branch Davidian. Like how far? The cult. I would love to see it. Yeah, I've been there. It's cool. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I want to go see the Alamo, but I've been told yeah, do it's... not expect a lot. No. Well, I mean, they built a city around it. Yeah. Basically. They're, honestly, there's a lot of cool trees around Alamo. I want to see the border. Like I don't want yeah, yeah, to. I just I just want to like see another country. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm no. Yeah. I'm not. I'm right. like two hours maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But I just want to like see the fence, if there is a fence, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just look look over and say that's Mexico, a yeah. completely different lifestyle, a couple of feet yeah. from you. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, have you seen where there's like 25 states that abandoned with Texas to build like certain parts of the wall and they're sending yeah. soldiers down and whatnot well we had a gofundme that reached like 10 million dollars yeah. and gofundme shut it down they were we yeah. the people were gonna go ahead and pay for the wall but yeah, yeah. that's a mess too yeah we could talk about for days <laughs> i mean yeah. i feel like if people want to come here i feel like that that's a a great opportunity if they do it the right way right 
You know, just don't be sneaking over. It's dangerous. It's not right. And then, mm. I mean, it's just, a, it's a mess. But our our system to get people over yeah. is probably insane. Yeah. I mean, anything to do with stuff like that, you know. Oh, yeah. Let me make sure we're not getting violated again. <laughs> Show All me right. on the bear where he touched you. I guess we need to go ahead and get started if we're ever going to get done. That's true. You know? Yeah. So this week, folks, we are talking about Mr. Zachary Stephen Williams. He was born June 27th, 1978, in Pensacola, Florida, and was raised in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Have you heard of Zach Williams? I don't think so. Like, I don't know. It's very possible that I, you know, heard a song or two, but I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, recognize it right off. So, well, Zach is a Christian singer songwriter, but he's not always been on the right side, like a lot of us. At an early age, his family put the seed in his life about God. Had it not been for that, he said he would have not known that God loved him. By the 10th grade, he was drinking and smoking weed. And at 18, he turned his back on everything that he ever known when he got in trouble for drugs and became a high school dropout, losing a two-division... No, wait a minute. Losing two Division One basketball scholarships. So I'm going to stop right there. Yeah. Explain what that is. Well, in uh, college, there are four different kind of, uh, you know, levels. I think at least four. There is Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, and then there is NAI. So Division One is obviously the highest. Yeah, the University of Kentucky is Division One. So they pay for everything. When well, you go to that college? doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means it's the big time. You so know. who's not a big timer? Uh, like uh, a, Alabama. Alabama is Division One. <laughs> they're the they're in the same conference as Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like little private colleges like Center University, you know, Center oh, College, yeah. which yeah. is extremely. They are there's very smart kids that go to center, yeah. like very high on the academic charts. But they're I don't know if they're D three or NAI. I know Transylvania University in Lexington is NAI. So how good of how good of a deal would that have been to get offered two Division One basketball scholarships? All that means is he had two different yeah you know, top of the level. Like, he got off uh, to go play for somewhere like Kentucky. Or Western or yeah. Murray State. They're all so Division I. Yeah. would Louisville be Division I? Yeah, that's Division I oh, as are? well. they mm-hmm. I see. In Kentucky, well, there are, uh, let's see, there's Kentucky, Louisville, uh, Western, Eastern, although I think Eastern in some sports has went down to a Division Two, but I think basketball, they're in. Yeah, D1 school. And then Northern Kentucky just got raised to a D1. Bellarmine just went up to a D1. Moorhead's a D1. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, Murray, Moorhead, Western, Eastern, Bellarmine, Kentucky, and Louisville. See, all that sounds Spanish to me. <laughs> well, like, like I don't understand. But anyways, 
So here we are in Zachary's life. He just got kicked out of high school when he had things going for him. And he got in trouble with drugs. And around this time, he started a band. And this is going to be the first song that you hear called Midnight Rider. Maybe. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me try this wonky chord. It's working just fine. Yeah. There we go. think of his voice so far he's got a great voice i mean i thought when you said midnight rider i thought that's a cover i mean but oh yeah uh yeah i mean he's got a that's a interesting voice for uh a gospel singer it is it is (laughs) well he was in a southern rock band at this time so after he got kicked out of school he started working for his dad for the next year he taught he thought in his mind that he had just blown everything well, he ended up walking on to a junior college and made the team right out of the gate. He moved four hours from home, and at this time he was partying every night, and he was the front man of a rock and roll, southern rock and roll band. The day before the first game, he tore up his ankle. It was all gone again. Can you imagine, like, all right, you didn't get what you wanted, but then you end up with something that's not bad. Yeah. And then you do all that practice, and the day before you get injured, I couldn't imagine. It's kind of like when I was 27, I decided, you know, I'm going to get in good shape. And so I started playing ball a lot. I knew I was never going to. Of course, I mean, at 27, you're not going to (laughs) play In, in you know college or anything, and plus I'm five ten and I'm I'm white if you haven't noticed, and uh, not the most athletic, but I could jump really good. But I just got back to where I could almost dunk again, and I was playing in that men's league, and I I tore my knee up, and it's never been I'm I've yeah never been able to run again because I had surgery but it didn't it didn't fix it. So I kind of understand that because just kind of I was on the track, I was working out all the time. Every day I was doing something in the gym and then it all stopped. Yeah. 
and life's never been the same. So I understand that. But it sounds like he had a lot more athletic ability. Yeah, God-given talent, if you will. And uh, but it's like he's he was blessed with something besides that athletic ability too. He so. was. It takes a big turn. So he taught himself how to play guitar when he realized he's not going to be able to play sports, and he fell in love with music and how with music you can document seasons of your life. In two thousand seven, in that rock band, um, they started doing more dates. The band released two indie albums with the desire to reform Southern rock sound. Like, that's what he wanted to do. That's who he wanted to be. Six months after meeting his wife, Crystal, they get married. The next 15 years, he tries his best to stick with the rock and roll lifestyle. But that's a long time. 2012, he was getting ready to head out to a European tour for a month with his band. His wife was pregnant at the time. She came to him and she said, we cannot watch you just keep killing yourself. I mean, that's all you're doing. You're drinking all the time. You're partying all the time. And if you can't make these changes, we're out. He knew he couldn't do it on his own. So, the first week that he was on tour in Spain, they were on a bus, and the bus driver was scanning the radio. And he said that he heard this song by Big Daddy Weave, Come On, that just inspired him to do something. Have you heard that song? I feel like I have. It's, I don't know, though. It's been a while. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. I remember in 2016 when I really heard that song for the first time. And it, it did. It moved me. You know? Yeah. So, at this time, he went back to the hotel. He listened to that song over and over and over. And then he said it just clicked. He said, 
I really did not understand how much God loves us until I had kids of my own. He says, no matter how fast we run from God, God runs faster. He ended the tour and headed home. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, to hear one song that changes your whole life. But I'm telling you right now, that's what God will do. It's very possible, for sure. You know, I mean, that's that's just, that's what he does. He moves in mysterious ways. Sometimes we don't know, you know, yeah, what's next? We don't know what's coming, but uh, here you go. You know, I mean, he'll put something in our life that'll send us in a path that we didn't know we would ever attempt. And this next song is kind of his testimony. It's called To the Table. so much sense i mean because some people have this idea that let me get perfect then i'll go to church let me get perfect then i'll talk to god Mm -hmm. but man god loves to talk to you no matter where you're at he does mentally financially health i mean you know i find myself sometimes at the end of the night thinking man i didn't i didn't do enough today you know, I I didn't take advantage of the, my health, my body, my my kids. You know, I, it it's so hard. 
Yeah, we second guess ourselves. Yeah, all the time. You know, but he done it. Zach done it. And at this time, from 2014 to 2017, he become the lead worshiper for the worship group at Refuge Campus Central Church in Jonesboro. So for those three years, he's just like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing at church. Mm -hmm. 2016, Zach signed a record deal as a solo artist. And his very first song, Chain Breaker, become number one for nine weeks in a row. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. It's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom A savior He's a prison shaking savior If you got chains He's a chain breaker Now, I'm sure you heard that song on the radio. I have, yep. It was all over the radio. That That's the song that I remember him from. Right. Like, when I think of him, I think of that song. Yeah, I've heard them uh, sing that song in my church. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Very familiar with that. There's, that was one, you know, thing when we started going to the church we go to. Um, I was so used to, you know, hearing the hymns, the Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me on, let me stand. That or, you know, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. You know, all the sweet Beulah land. Cody Johnson does that cover of I Can't Walk Without Holding Your Hand. Yeah. Lord have mercy, you got to check it out. I bet that's good. And guess who's singing with him? Marty, the guy from Shenandoah. They're singing it together. You'll have to check that out. That might be our song of the week next week. Yeah. Unless you already got one in mind. Mm-hmm. No. So, summer of 2018, he had a number one song under his belt. He went to Hardin Prison in Tennessee and performed and recorded his album Survivor for the Inmate. For so long I carried the weight of my past Crippled by burdens like stones on my back I thought I had fallen too far from your grace But you came and showed me the way When I was lost so searching You were the ground beneath my feet When I was a blind man begging You were the eye so I could see When the smoke was rising up You were the air you gave me hope, you gave me something to believe Now I'm alive and born again Rescued from the grip of sin God, your love Such a great song. Yeah. And I mean, you know, 
here's the thing. I, I like worship music, I do, mm-hmm. but some of it is like straight up, you know, like worship, worship. But like yeah. Zach's, I feel like you could turn it on, drive down the interstate with the windows down. It's mm-hmm. feel good, it's upbeat, yeah. and you're still praising God. Yeah. You it know? It doesn't necessarily you know sound like uh, gospel music. But right, right. <clears throat> It sounds like secular music, but it's got you know the meaning in behind it. Now, when he was going to the prison, did he open for Jeff Bates? No, he didn't. <laughs> Mr. Jeff Bates, he did, I can't count how many jails he's been to. I know he's been to Hart County at least four times, yeah. and we got the privilege to go hear his story. Mm-hmm. And... Any time that he allows us, we will happily do so. Oh, yeah. He um, also had this other song that he performed that I'm a fan of called Old Church Choir. There's revival and spreading like a wildfire in my heart. A Sunday morning, hallelujah. And it's lasting all week long Can you hear it? Can you feel it? It's the rhythm of a gospel song They just feel good music, you know? Feel good music. So, he said from the stage, I could have been any one of you in here right now. I was on the path to being right here. He said it's one of the greatest things that I've been able to do was to do that show and record that album. He said one inmate stood out the most, though. He asked him to pray with him. He said, would you pray that they find evidence of my innocence? So they did. Months later, his wife finds a Facebook post where they did release him. He was innocent. (laughs) In the post-closing, the innocent man said, by the way, Zach, there's 45 other inmates who would like for you to come pray for them, too. (laughs) jokingly yeah you know oh, yeah because i mean we live in a world where a lot of times innocent people do go to jail yeah unfortunately that's like that's on my fear factor <laughs> like the top four things that i'm scared of in yeah. life is going to jail well you do even if i things. am guilty yeah you overthink things a lot too so i'm, I'm very bad yeah i mean like i have been redeemed by all things on earth i feel like that's how i'm gonna say it but a cop can get behind me and my heart will skip a beat it's almost <laughs> like one. yeah like i don't have to do no cardio uh-huh. just put a police officer behind me yeah and it'll pump you sweat it it's, out uh, yeah i mean and it's the most scary thing in the world to me oh, you know yeah and see i used to be like that but i'm not like it anymore like, well, 
I did get pulled over a couple of weeks ago. I was going 20 miles over. Well, yeah, that's on yeah, you, bud. <laughs> on the outer loop. And yeah. there goes that heartbeat, man. It was just going through the... I don't know what you'd say. It was just insane. But he walked up, and he said, uh, you realize how fast you was going? I said, no, I'm sorry. I was on the phone. I just got off of the interstate because I did. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. But I'm going to reach down right here and hand you my ID. Yeah. And he's like, you're good. But the next time, I'm not going to be able to help you. Yeah. And I said, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Let me shake your hand. Yeah. Fan blue line. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when it. Did you leave lipstick on his uh, on his crack or on, I'm the, on the left you, or right cheek? I was scared to death. Uh, see, I don't speed, so. Like, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm like this the whole time with yeah. my hands out the window. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I submit to uh, you. Yeah. So, anyways, in 2018, he wins a Grammy for that album. October 2019, he releases Rescue Story. Now, the cool thing about this this album, he had a duet with one of country music's biggest queens of all time, Miss Dolly Parton. And that was, there was Jesus. Every time I try to make it on mine Every time I try to stand start to fall And all those lonely roads that I've traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now Well, there was Jesus In the way, in the searching, in the heat Anybody on a song, why not it be Dolly? Yeah. You know? An American icon. Yes. An angel voice of her own. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's as, she's about as pure as you can get. Zach says that he will not play anywhere that his wife and kids cannot attend. So he's a big family man now. Yeah. God helped him truly turn it around and the reward for doing so was Grammy winning. Right. But the biggest thing is he's going to win even more after this life is oh, over. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, and I am a testimony, and I hope I'm saying that right, 
of his music. There was times when I was down and out, and I could turn on some Zach Williams, and it it brought me up, you know? Um, In 2020, he releases a song with Stephen Furtick. Now, have you heard of Elevation Church? Elevation Worship? Yeah. Okay, so he released a song with that church called Rattle. team they do that song ours does too that was the first time that i heard that song is when they done it yeah and um 2021 zach wins a grammy again Mm -hmm. i mean that's basically all that i have i have about 20 of his songs that we could have (laughs) played yeah but you know i wanted to be respectful of the time yeah but it puts you in a good mood it does it does and if you I mean, if you truly sit back and listen to the words, yes, you know it can it can help you. Either, I mean, even if it's something that you don't necessarily know about, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not sure all of the people who are fans of our show. I'm not sure if they're all, you know, on that belief train. But you know, when you hear somebody's uh testimony in the song when you hear somebody yeah uh, uh, talk about it i mean it's like um uh, uh what's his name oliver anthony yeah you know he was yeah dealing with uh, depression and drinking and all kinds of stuff and he told god he said look he said i'm giving it all to you he said, I've tried everything, and I just keep messing it up. It's you. It's all yours. Everything's for you. And uh, two weeks later, he's the most yeah. <laughs> famous person. <laughs> it was insane. On the internet. Yeah, I mean, just insane. I mean, if you allow yourself out of the way, and you allow you know, God to take over, he will. He will. And he will move through you or through somebody else and 
There are so many examples. And then you hear people like, I don't know how you can say that there's a God or that if there is a God, if he's good when there's you know, children who die of you know, diseases and, you know, it's not the situations that we get you know, put in in life. It's how we respond to them. Yep. And there's going to be a lot of bad things happen. There always has. It's always happened. All even when you know Jesus was you know, walking the earth, and even you know, before, there have been uh, viruses and yeah you know, uh, uh, plagues and murderers and you name it. It's been happening if it's bad, but all the good stuff's been happening too. Yep. And I, honestly, I think if you if you take your ego your pride and if you take well I mean basically any of it if you take all of the earthly things out of the equation and you let God then look yep. look what's I mean look what's ahead of you it's sky's the limit yep. have you read the book of Job I mean, I'm sure you know the concept of Job. Right. But the entire chapter. I have, but I'm, I can't I can't recall it. That's something that's on my bucket list for February is to read it from beginning to end. And the one of the coolest things is uh the beginning of the year we decided, me and my children, all right, look, we ain't gonna have no excuses. We're gonna go to church. And I ran into a longtime friend that I knew, man, I knew when I was 18 years old. And he went down the same path I did. And we both, we've been on the bottom. And leaving, I ran into him. And he's like, man, I've been going for six months. I work out of town. And I just don't have any good people in my life so we've decided we're going to get together next saturday and read the book of job just as buddies right you know because we've met in situations where it was alcohol pills all of the wild stuff and Mm -hmm. never did i think that we would be meeting for this right and that's what god does and i feel like you know God put him there at a certain time and me there at a certain time, you know, because we there's no judgment between us. You can't have it. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I know I'm exactly just, what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to make it make sense. But, yeah. you know, that's the first thing that people tell me. Well, if there's a God, why does he allow all this to happen? You know? Mm-hmm. We don't know it all. Right. We're not supposed to question it. And the whole you know, thing where, you know, I don't go to church because they're all hypocrites. No, we're all sinners. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. There was Nobody. one of there was one person that was perfect and yeah, they killed him for it. <laughs> and and I used to be the same way. Like yeah. I used to think, Well, I can worship God in the middle of a field. I don't yeah. have to show up to church. And you can. Yeah. But, but when you go to church you're putting forth that effort. And 
you're setting a good example for your children and you're you know basically wearing it on your sleeve that you know i'm showing up for god because he's you know, showed up for me yes countless times mm. and times that we didn't deserve it yeah. he showed up well and you know once once you're in church you've got people that are going to pray with you and for you and help you in those times mm -hmm. you know and oh, yeah. i've always believed church is like a uh urgent care we don't go there because we feel good. Right. You only we go, go there when you to hurt. get it. You only, yeah. you only go when you hurt. Yeah. And that, that's that's something I've started doing, you know. I don't necessarily pray for things. I pray to thank him for things. Yeah, you know? that's where I'm at. Because I yeah. spent so much of my life, every time something was going wrong, like, oh, Lord, if you just help me, you know, get this or, you know, get to this place or get this job or, you know, make this amount of money. Or if you can, I mean, I remember when I was young, young, I was like, if you could just, if you could just help me to, you know, make the money somehow to get a, a Z71 Chevy, you know, if I yeah. could just get a Z71, I'd be able to get a girlfriend. And <laughs> like, I remember, I remember yeah. saying stupid prayers like that. Yeah. But, why did I do that? I don't know. It makes me cringe now. Yeah. Like, man, well, that's dumb. Why did I do that? We've been watching Grey's Anatomy for the second time. And you got a lot of free time. If you just think about <laughs> the insides of your body, how your heart beats, how everything does what it's supposed to do. And when I pray for my kids, sometimes I go down this rabbit hole because I'm like, Thank you, Lord, for my vision. Thank you for my lungs. Thank you for my heart that beats so much that we don't even realize that it's a blessing. Mm, yeah. You know? I mean, that in itself, the way the human body works mm -hmm. is just insane. And it's yeah. like this flat earth stuff. And <laughs> I mean, you know, like, come on, people. You know, sometimes when God's in it, there's no denying it. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know if that's got to do with flat earth, but... Well, I mean, just wild stuff. <laughs> that confused me. <laughs> no, yeah. like, I, I mean... I know what you mean. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. how could you deny it? Mm -hmm. How could you deny that there's a God? Now, if you look at the situation with Job, I mean, where he lost everything and still praised God. Mm -hmm. I'm, You know, I'm not going to lie because I'm not the perfect person. There's some things in my life that if I lost, it would be hard. Mm -hmm. And I hope I hope I never go down that road. Lord, please, right now, don't ever let me go on that road. Or Jordan, don't let us ever go on that road. But yeah. I'm just saying, you know, uh, I guess with age, you realize that that path would have been so much straighter, but instead we decided to take a big old detour mm -hmm. around the scenic route yeah and sometimes i wish i could go back and live better mm -hmm. but man those mistakes made me who i am yeah you learn a lot about yourself and about life from screw-ups yeah and i mean it <laughs> it makes you uh it makes you want to pray more mm -hmm. and it makes you appreciate the good days that yeah. some people think are just boring yeah you know mm -hmm. like but anyways <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we live, 
ultimately we grow from our wins and our losses. But we learn more and we grow more from our losses than we do our wins. That's it. Because as a human, we're not accustomed to be satisfied with what we have. It's like my kids, they always want more. They'll yeah. never appreciate what yeah. they got. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to it's gonna hit home with them. I hope. <laughs> oh, Lord, please. Right. Uh, <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have all this. You know, I don't need yeah. anything else. I have everything that I need. Right. You can want all day long, but ultimately, you get everything you need. Yep. For the most part in life. You know, the Rolling Stones said it. They said a lot, but that was one thing they said that I agree with. <laughs> you yeah. don't always get what you want. But, but you get, get what, what you, need. you need. That's right. That's right. That's like my my boy now. He's 11. He's going through uh, the flu. So the first two days, I mean, I, I babied him, you know, because I know it's it's awful. The flu yeah. is nothing to joke around with. Yeah. This morning he woke up and he's like, uh, will you get me a water, my phone, and the TV remote because my calf muscles are just killing me. And so much of me wanted to say, look, dude, it's time to cowboy up. Get that you, pacifier out of your mouth. Yeah, you're on the third day now. Yeah, yeah. like, and if you feel this bad still, mm-hmm. we're going to the hospital. You're young, man. You're, yeah. you're not supposed to milk that. Yeah. And like, he, uh, he didn't want to take the flu medicine. Right. And I was like, look, if you don't, 30 days from now, you know, people that don't take the medicine and get worse and worse and worse, they just end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, if I take the medicine, does that restart the 30 days? I'm like, no, <laughs> look, dude, you got to take it or mm-hmm. you're going to end up in the hospital. And that's where you don't want to go. Yeah. But he mustered it up and he done it. But a part of me wanted to say, quit being a wuss. Mm-hmm. Your legs are hurting because you've laid in the bed for two days. And probably because he's dehydrated. Yes. Yeah. And, but, Dad, you don't know how it feels. <laughs> yeah, we never do. I get that line, you know. So. Yeah, my oldest told me it last night. He lost his first tooth oh, last goodness. night. How much did he get from the tooth fairy? Man, you this Joe Biden economy is ridiculous. <laughs> what does that have to do the with The Easter Bunny is now leaving $5. Oh, goodness. It's a first tooth. So I guess the Easter Bunny thought, not the Easter Bunny. Why am I saying the Easter? Well, the I Tooth Fairy. I was wondering, fairy. like, why is it? I mix it, them all it, up. Is the bunny coming to get them now? I mix them all up. I was like, maybe you heard. I think they're I cousins. Know. I think they're cousins. I'm not okay. sure. I see. Uh, for some reason, every time I think of the Tooth Fairy, I think about the Easter Bunny, and I've said yeah. the Easter Bunny like seven times already talking about this. And, but <sighs> it's so stupid. Five dollars. Five dollars. Okay. Man. He, and he's got another one about to come loose. He's he going to be trying to pull that. Yeah, he said, he said I'm going to see if I can get this one out tonight. I said, you better wait two weeks. <laughs> yeah, until I get paid I said, again. You better wait till payday, buddy. <laughs> Tooth fairy might be broke. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he didn't understand. He's like, I don't think that works like that, Daddy. Yeah. Did you see, this will be the last thing and we'll get out of here. Did you see my dad's uh, raffle? For the Zach Bryan tickets. Yeah, I do. So, Damon, who is a listener of the show who got me this hat for Christmas, he won 
Oh yeah. Thousand dollar seats for thirty bucks. Oh, that's awesome. He hadn't paid me yet because he doesn't oh. have cash app. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, your price might go up a little bit for shipping and handling. <laughs> yeah. And my stepmom said, um, you can't transfer the tickets until two days before the show. Yeah, a lot of that times Zach they do that. has it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, so because I bought tickets hoping. To turn around and sell them and use that money for Nashville because mm-hmm. all three kids want to go and like you can't just take one. Yeah. But these seats were fourth row from the stage on the incline. And like yeah. I was wondering why the hell you wasn't answering the phone because I called you and I was like, you got to get in on this. Yeah. And then you said you already had plans to somebody. Yeah. I have no clue who they are. Is it a. You're comedian? about the only person who doesn't know who Nate Bargatze is. I have no... Is he a comedian? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a is clean he comedian. He, he does stadium, so yes. Oh. He must be. <laughs> He's one of like three comedians that sells stadiums out on his own. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. He's one of so the most he, popular comedians in the world. He said he's clean, so mm-hmm. he only tells clean jokes. Yeah, he doesn't... It doesn't curse, or he doesn't... Yeah. The kids going, or just you and no, her? No, it's just okay. me. That was, that was part of her Christmas. Oh, it's the okay. day after her birthday, so there you go. That's uh, what's what? That's what we're doing. We You're got a, May too. Yeah. Y'all both are in May. Yeah, cool. Hers is the ninth. Mine's the third. When is the Nashville show? June twenty seventh, I think. Okay. Well, we've done decided we're going to spend fifteen hundred bucks to get four tickets. Yeah, it'll be about fifteen sixteen hundred, but. Mm-hmm. It's it's one artist that all three like, mm-hmm. so we can just do it all at once. Yeah. So, see the thing about him, I think you know the reason he has it set up where you can't transfer the tickets is so there isn't a resale market as much so because it's hard to get rid your of your tickets two days before a show like online because they don't do the printout tickets anymore. You know, it's no. all on your phone. Yeah. And it. It's not going to get rid of it, but it's going to cut down on it, and that's why he did it. Did you know that these tickets' face value was two hundred some dollars a piece? Mm-hmm. And my stepmom had bought them before the Nashville show was on. Mm-hmm. She gave eight hundred for them. So this is the <laughs> third person to have the tickets. Man. Yeah, but you can't like print them out or transfer them that second time. Mm. I guess because of this. Yeah. But anyways. That's wild. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys liked our episode on Zach Williams. And I hope that it inspired you to know that God's there no matter what your situation, no Mm. matter what you've been through, you can't never be too far gone that he can't find you, that he can't help you. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is ask. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but I'm living proof. If yeah. he can help me, he can help anybody. Yeah. Well, that's a hundred percent. But you also have to be willing to help yourself. Amen. And you gotta pick up that shovel. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta do it's not just a one man job. It's, and it, uh, <laughs> and it ain't gonna be easy every day, no. even if you are living for the Lord. That's right. You know? Yep. Because the reward is after this. You're looking at the long game, not the yep. short game. Yep. It's um uh, yeah. That's Something we can all learn from, I mean, anybody's story who is 
you know, went through a turmoil in their life, you know, put themselves through any kind of addiction or, well, I mean, anything like that. And that sort. Anything. But um, a lot of people think, oh, I've been, I've done awful my whole life. You know, I've done this, 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 and this. I've been in prison for years. You know, I, I can't turn anything around. Um, if you want to have paradise when you leave this world, remember, there's only one unforgivable sin, and that's the sin of unbelief. And um, as long as you believe and you turn your heart over to the good Lord above, yeah. you too can have a spot in paradise. Dip your little golden uh, chalice in the in the land of milk and honey. <laughs> and as uh, Craig Campbell says, I just want to live on the outskirts of heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't need no big mansion. Mm-hmm. I just I want to be lucky enough to walk through the gate. Yeah. But you know, here's something that I I want to know what you think. The question is, do you feel like you will see people that you know in heaven? Now, here's my thoughts. God says that there is no sadness in heaven. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you realized who who were there and who wasn't there, then you would be sad. Could be. So I feel like there will be a connection. Like, say your mom made it and your uncle didn't. You wouldn't have a memory of that uncle to miss, but you would realize, oh, there's my mom. Mm-hmm. What What's your thoughts? On I don't that? know as far as that. I feel like you'll know everybody there. Like even if somebody that you know died three hundred years before you were even born on this earth, I feel like you know them. Yeah, you know, because you'll have a common connection. That's true. God. <laughs> That's true. And I feel like, you know, the introductions, I don't know that they'll have to be done. I think you'll just automatically be able, I mean, it's, it's a whole different uh, realm. So I feel like it's, you know, it's, you don't have to stand up and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> right. You know, here's how my mind works. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if God still allows anxiety while you're waiting in line to get to your judgment. I mean, <laughs> that's how my mind works. You need something. I'm just saying. I you mean, need I tried magnesium. Did I didn't, you? Like, you see all these videos, man, where they try to get you to buy stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I feel amazing with some D3 and yeah. taking this. And so I bought some well then it turns out that i bought the wrong kind so i bought some more and i mean i don't know i just need like a meter to see if i have too much or not enough you know Mm. yeah i feel like you can watch videos online and they're like you need this and this there's too many options your life will be perfect you'll feel perfect yeah and I don't really feel like it's going to be like that. No. I, I do believe there are a few things that we all need every day. That's vitamin D, and that's not something in a pill. That's going outside and letting the sun kiss your face. Yes. 
Letting that sun hit you in the eyes. Not for too long because I get headaches. Because oh, that. yeah. But, uh, you know, they have red light therapy that helps, but it can be done with sunlight. Just get that sunlight. And then I do feel like if you ran your bare toes through the grass, if it wasn't so cold, um, it does also kind of yeah you know, regulate your body. Kind of oh, yeah. grounds it. Yeah. You're not so uptight and high strong and I feel like those are two things and and you know fresh air too I feel like that's inspiring us to do an episode this summer outside with our toes in the grass yeah should we well I mean I kind of feel like we will eventually with uh, Bradley Gaskin and his band when they come up. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be an outdoor show. Yes. Yeah. So we all play right. some music and whatnot. Well, folks, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Yeah. We went long, but we yeah. appreciate y'all being with us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. check us out on TikTok. It's actually, this is how you find us. RK Smith 85. Until I figure out how to change that to yeah. the country music critic. There's got to be a way. We are fans of country music. We and are. we love doing this show. Are we professional? No. No. Because we both have lives outside we of the podcast. And I wish we could put forth more effort. But the fact of the matter is, between us, we have five kids at the moment. And um, we have full-time jobs. Yes, that are demanding. Very much so. Yeah. And we have to yeah, do what we have to do to take care of us and our family. Yeah. So um we hope that you stick around and let us know if there's an artist you want to hear about or something you want to hear us talk about or I mean even if you want to talk with us about something, that's fine too. We can we can have an ongoing conversation with yeah. anybody. And you know, we can it can be interactive. That'd be cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean we love each and every one of you for listening. Uh for the ones on TikTok that have joined us in the live feed, we appreciate you. And uh it's the sweatshirt. I'm not really this fat. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. I look I look like a like a big turtle sitting here. <laughs> You're actually further away. You know? Yeah, I know. I, I got a little I bit know, of a to change blessing. seats. <laughs> I don't know. This is your house. but So then I have control. You do. You do. But I've, do, I, do you I put a like lot of stuff in, the, in this room. Do, do you feel like you're in the corner? <laughs> or or, do you, or yeah. you like it? I, I like it. Yeah. Is, that, like is it. that cramping you? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not able to move very much anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. It's Which fine. we probably won't move much, Mm-mm. you know? No. I guess we need to quit rambling. Yeah. We're I'm an hour and a half. I know. Yeah, my wife asked me, should you okay? Because the ambulance went down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our house. All right. We better get Jordan home, folks. Yeah, I know. All right, folks. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you, as always. Please remember to like, share, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all of that good stuff tell your friends neighbors brothers cousins co-workers etc etc stay safe god bless hasta 
manana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, produce, vilify, or be maligned in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and catch y'all next time.